app not favored by more than minus 140. Consecutive winning lock bets build a streak. Once you get a streak of six, you'll start earning real prizes. Every winning lock bet that extends your streak above six gets you paid in FanDuel dollars. And there are prizes of 10, 20, 50, and $100 for each winning selection up for grabs. This is your chance to turn your free picks into real prizes and parlay those prizes into even more winnings with FanDuel. If your lock bet loses, though, you'll have to start over with a new streak. If you don't already have the SharpSide app, download it now for either iOS or Android and create a free account and start working to build your streak today. Remember, it's totally free to play, so don't miss out. For more details, visit SharpSide.com or the SharpSide app. Best of luck. All right, let's get to my first prop here. It's a two out of three rapid fire. All right, so... Just to let you guys know, if you don't immediately see this prop on the Monkey Knife Fight page, go over and search for more games or just change it to only rapid fire games and you should be able to find it. But this one's a two out of three rapid fire in the Phoenix game here or in the Toronto game. First, we have Lowry going up against Whiteside. Lowry getting three and a half points here. To me, Lowry is the better overall raw points play. So getting three and a half points here just seems like a much better move. Whiteside is getting a lot of minutes, but Lowry is getting way more minutes. Lowry will be in the game pretty much the entire time here. Should crush in this spot. It's not a bad matchup going up against Portland. Lowry is the guy with the clear edge here, and he's getting three and a half points. It makes a lot of sense. Just go with Lowry and you move on. Next one, Lillard versus McCollum. Now, McCollum's currently listed as questionable. If he does not play, then this drop is just canceled here. But if he does play, I like Lillard giving up seven and a half points versus McCollum here. I have Lillard pegged for around 10 more points in the column, so nice little edge in this spot here. I like Lillard in this one, but the real big edge here comes from Ibaka versus RHJ. Ibaka, clearly the better play here. I have him pegged for around 10 more points than RHJ. This one's an absolute lock and load here, so you just got to get one or the other two right. Ibaka should absolutely destroy RHJ in total points here. It's not going to be remotely close. Ibaka going to play a boatload of minutes in this matchup. They need him to, and he should crush. Ibaka is the main reason why I love this prop, and he is pretty much a lock on this one. All right, next up, we have our second prop. It's a two out of two over under in the Phoenix, or in the Portland game. All right, so we got Lillard over under 44.5 points. Now, if McCollum ends up playing, this line is probably about where it should be. If McCollum doesn't end up playing, then I have Lillard pegged closer to 50. The usage will go up. Everything will go up. And especially in this spot, he should crush here. Should get close to 50. So if this this line has a 50-50% chance of being about five points too low here, even if it's not too low, Lillard still has a whole lot of ways that he can end up getting there. So 44.5, too low of a line. You take it just in case McCollum doesn't play. If you want to wait on it, it should be around most of the day. You can wait on the McCollum news, and if he's ruled out, you immediately hop on this. Next up, Ibaka, over under 34.5. I'm taking the over. I haven't pegged for closer to 40. This line is way too small here, considering the minutes he's going to be playing in this spot here. Very little chance that he doesn't get over 34.5 here. Absolutely love it. It's what's making this line a massive, massive value here. You take the over, you move on. All right, next up, we have my third prop here. It's a 2 out of 2 rapid fire in the Sacramento game. All right, first off, we've got Fox versus Booker here. I get Booker's been in decent form recently, but Fox is the absolute better play here. Getting 4.5 points, and I have pegged for more points in this matchup. It's that simple to me. Fox is the better play here. It's a good matchup for him. It's a decent matchup for Booker, but not a grit as good of a matchup as it is Fox. And Fox to just end up with more points here. Over on the RG projections, Fox is pegged for more points. 
He's getting four and a half. Offers a ton of value. Take Fox. Next up, Aiton versus Ubre. Aiton with a slight edge here, but Sacramento down a lot of their big men. It's going to be a great spot for Aiton here. Not really a whole lot of guys that match up very well. Holmes might miss too. So no matter what, they're probably going to have, be, have some trouble here with Aiton. I like Aiton in this spot, only giving up two and a half. Ubre is a little bit better in pace up spots here in Sacramento. Even playing at a higher pace with Fox, still not playing at that high of a pace. It's not a good spot for Ubre. It's a great spot for Aiden. Aiden should crush it. All right, next up, we have my last prop. Before I get into that, again, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharpside channel so you know when these videos come out. But let's get to my last prop tonight. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Phoenix. All right, first two on this one, very much the same as the last two. They're exactly the same, in fact. Fox and Aiden going with both of them. Already mentioned the reasons why. It's real simple. They're better plays. They're projected for more points. It's not a good matchup for Ubre. Booker is a little bit too high valued here. Fox should score more points than Booker. All these reasons why I'm going with them. But the last guy, Buddy Hyde, going up against Rubio here. I have Hyde pegged for about one more point than Rubio. So the two and a half point edge here is enough for me to find a little bit of value. Honestly, like both this prop and the last prop a lot because the other two, this one's just another one. All you have to do is get one of the first two right and get this one right. Or if both of them hit anyways, you end up winning regardless. So this one, Hyde versus Rubio, a little bit more of a coin flip, but offering a little bit more value for Buddy. I think that Buddy still has a decent spot here. I think he outscores Rubio straight up. So getting 1.5 points is a decent value. All right, guys, thanks for watching. We'll be back again tomorrow, giving you some more props. I'm out of here. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. That's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 520 in the East Coast, 220 in the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. And joining me today, it's uh, it's Kirk Deese. What up, Kirk? Deese? What up, What up, Dean? <laughs> I know I say Kirk Deese, but like, that's not your name. So uh, that's why it, it, I say it. You're not Kirk, though. But people right. call I, you Kirk I, I, I like, I'll take Kirk. I'll take Kirk. It's a, I don't want to. I don't want to call you Chris. I guess I can, but that just doesn't sound right in my head. Call me, call me Kirk, and move on. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, but a body part just fell. Uh, this is gonna be it. This is gonna be a fun slate. Are you with me? I like it a what? lot. Tristan Thompson. Well, he's gonna play. Fell. Yeah, it looks like he's gonna play. But I, I actually like Kevin Love a good bit. So I, w- I wish that wasn't going down. But maybe people are gonna shift away from Love. But I think Love's a really good. Uh, I don't know why we're diving into analysis already. We'll talk basketball, of course, in a second. The sixth gamer tonight. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I think Kevin loves uh, somebody that's going to be mostly ignored. Uh, so I like him in tournaments, if nothing else. But uh, what, what else is going on here, Roll, before we kind of dive in and talk about, uh, talk about the slate? We got Bachelor Gate to talk about. Oh, no. <laughs> We've got Blender, me- Blender versus Meansy to talk about. We've got. Uh, there's there's a lot of topics. We've got draft cheat, uh, potentially fighting Chris Randone. Sure. Um, um, I think, personally, uh, my feeling on that is that Seed should not be allowed to attend no matter what if it does happen. You can't back out and then expect <laughs> to go and watch the guy who filled in for you, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, All right. But, uh, do, do yeah. let this man in. There's a picture will be at the front door. But, man, Twitter has been awesome. Like, DFS Twitter has been – I literally, I can't watch. I tried to watch like a movie last night and I could not. Movie. Get, it's irrelevant, Dean. Um, well, it wasn't, it's not Home Alone because that's what we talked about a pre-show, right? No, you it was Catch Me If You Can. It was Catch Me If You Can. It's a great uh, movie. It's good. Yeah, Frank movie, but I, good I, couldn't, I couldn't focus because I was constantly refreshing the old Twitter machine and like constantly didn't want to miss anything, you know? Well, you um, refresh? You don't have TweetDeck where it automatically refreshes for you? Uh, I prefer Twitter on my phone personally. Oh. Well, the phone is yeah, a different thing, I suppose. Yeah, tweet deck on the phone is, is worthless, I believe. But go ahead. I'm I'm cutting you off in the story that we probably shouldn't be getting into. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it was so obvious the first second. It was. I mean, I made up my mind within ten seconds of uh, what went. Well, I mean, down. it's not a conversation of if it's now what. Um, you know, if you're saying it's not if you're you're arguing against math basically because. Uh, it defies the logic of math to suggest otherwise. Uh, you know, so now it's a question of what do we do? We're <laughs> not us. I'm not us. It's what decisions. do they do? And yeah. we, you, you have, we probably assume they probably do nothing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this time is a little different because it got picked up by TMZ and freaking uh, all. The, all right so I had, I got like, I had like, here's a humble brag. I had like five different friends reach out to me yesterday and ask me to like explain what was going on. You got I five mean, the, friends. That's that's the big news right there. Is that I can, I can, there's, I five people, the there's five people in this world that I can call my friend. Okay, uh, not many more, but uh, a solid five. Good, that's uh, a good number. Good Vegas lands like five and a half. Yeah, so I'm um, right there. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to explain it to them what was going on. It got kind of annoying by like the the next couple. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it'll be interesting. It's a state. I mean, you can't like explain it to like a normal person. Like even like yes, my my girl was like who does kind of understand uh, DFS and everything like way more than most people. 
um, would like um, just because she lives and breathes living with me. Um, and uh, <laughs> like her, like our media was thing was like, she had like the feminist point of view. Why? Because she's a girl and like pointed out like all the articles. Somebody else made like, a point to point that out too. They stressed that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. An yeah, actual video has been deleted. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly we're being sarcastic. Uh, here's, here's yeah. my thoughts that lies some, sum it up. I've been watching Manny Laura, Blender HD, Brit Divine, uh, for two plus years on how to like become a good mass multi-enter. Right. I still suck at it. And, <laughs> and like this chick who supposedly hates sports is all of a sudden smashing mill millie makers with 150 lineups. I mean that, that there's a red flag there. I'm not saying it's definite from that alone. Then you dive in and see all the evidence and make uh, your, yeah. uh, decision. math context clues, circumstantial evidence, and like a lot of things, uh, it's not necessarily the quote unquote crime, but it's like the cover up and like the denial. It's the lying after. It's, 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 the, it's, it's yeah. a denial. I just own it. It's shameful. It's embarrassing. Don't insult me. Don't insult yeah. me. Just concede and then we'll figure it out. But don't insult me. We know what happened. And maybe, well, we don't know the full story, but we definitely know enough. Hey, it's a six game slate tonight. Thankfully, we're not sponsored. <laughs> uh, we got some body parts going down tonight. And we've said, like, what? Has any since we started the show. I don't believe so, but uh, that's basically going to dictate the entire slate. Uh, FBV, Freddie Van Vliet, uh, he's not playing tonight with his hamstring. we got Norman Powell, who's doubtful with his shoulder. So Toronto, who's already you know vulnerable, is even like thinner. CJ McCollum is questionable to fish. He's not feeling particularly well. Nerlens Noel is still out with his ankle. Gallinari is out with his calf on the back-to-back. Tristan Thompson, we saw he's in now. Uh, Kevin Porter is going to be out for a while, at least a couple of weeks. He's out with his knee. Uh, I hope you're sitting down, uh, Kirk Gase. Cat, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, questionable. For like the 19th time in a row, Minnesota, a bunch of jerks. Just rule the guy out retroactively like two months ago, whatever it is. But all right, I'm not going to tilt about that. Uh, I'm not going to do the thing you think I'm going to do and just flip out. Uh, Marcus Morris is doubtful of his neck. Uh, Rich Rashawn Holmes, this is a big one. He's doubtful of his shoulder, not officially ruled out. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich is still out of his ankle. Marvin Bagley's doubtful with his foot. And of course, the GOAT, LeBron James, is questionable with the fish. Um, and that's going to dictate the slate, right? Because that is uh, the latest game. Of course, depending on where you're playing, you got to lock in in certain places. You can stick around as far as late spot. But I believe that game is what, three, three, three and a half hours after the first one? So how you handle that is going to, uh, I, I assume. LeBron's going to play because he's, you know, he's talked about playing and because it uh, said he's hopeful to play. He says he's hopeful to play. And he's talked about, you know, basically how he's going to do his best to play as many games as possible. Because the kids, the kids out there who are coming to see him. Well, he's like, I don't know how many more games I'm going to have. And like, you know, know, who's going to like see me for the first time. And like, they're disappointed. They're bummed. The other part of that, of course, is it's the Knicks and they don't need LeBron James. I feel like he's changed on that viewpoint. Like then from the, from his past. Yeah. It seems that way. Yeah, guys, guys, it's always whatever way the wind is blowing. It's the way LeBron goes. Well, I mean, to be honest, like the, a regular season game versus the Knicks means nothing. Like it doesn't yes, matter. I know. <laughs> I would not be shocked at all if he ends up sitting this one out. And but, we might get a half measures game where he plays like twenty eight minutes and just like puts up like forty five fantasy points. Yeah, you might get something all, like that. I mean, the the key player in this game is on the other side. So, huh? Julius Randle revenge, baby. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, he's interesting for sure. 
Well, you know he's gonna. There's he's not gonna pass the ball. That's all you know. Okay, so status quo. <laughs> so, yes, that like, dude does, does not that pass. That dude does not pass. How does well, that change? Any other Nick is like the most tilting thing ever when you don't have Julius Randle. Well, he cares about your fan. I would say he cares about your fantasy team, but he more so cares about his fantasy points. Like he he'll yeah. wrestle his own teammates for rebounds. Oh, absolutely, throw him, push him out of the way. <laughs> He's and then, one of those guys and then dribble up and then, and then call off the point guard, dribble up, and then pull up a three from the freaking top of the key. That's like his patented move. Uh, do you want to give a shout-out before we dive in and break down the slate? Uh, of course, we're going to break it down game by game in just a second. Six-gamer, it's an awesome one as far as I can tell. I really like it a good bit for tournaments for cash. It's probably uh, confusing and annoying because some stuff's not known just yet, and LeBron can definitely dictate the slate, especially on a slate like FanDuel where you got to lock yourself in. So I'm just not playing cash games tonight. Uh, I'm joining your world, Kirk Dees. We're playing some tournaments. It'll be good times for sure. Uh, if you're rocking the RG badge, we got to incentivize you all to do so. Rock the RG badge. You get one month free. Oh, of Rotor Grinders Premium. Oh, I don't, I'm not wearing the undershirt today, unfortunately. Um, but there is the badge. There you go. Nicely done. A good product placement. Uh, we give the shout-outs to those that have done so in the last couple of days, or I guess since yesterday, because we gave shout-outs yesterday. Uh, our styles, Dangle2430, winners, 52 uh, and this one, by the way, it's just a callback to a previous conversation. CJK, hmm, those initials look familiar. CJK041084. So there you go. Thanks for rocking the RG badge. Uh, one last thing, do you want to mention the SharpSide app? Uh, if you guys are playing the SharpSide Sharp app contest, uh, Devin, our fabulous multitasking producer, D Train, as the kids call him, he's dropping the link in chat for you guys to figure out how y'all can win yourself some free. Uh, FanDuel dollars, I believe six. Once you start a streak of six or more, uh, of course, your locks, your bets have to be minus 140 or less. You can't, like, say, I'm going to take the Lakers versus the Knicks. That does not count. Like, that can count for your score or something else, but not in this contest. And uh, if you get a streak all the way up to, like, what, 20 or 25 or 30, then all of a sudden you're making, like, 100 bucks per pick. Have you seen this thing on the SharpSide app? You know what I'm talking about? Are you aware of this promo? Yep. <laughs> Dynamite drop in. <laughs> Who are you typing to? Are you in chat typing? Uh, no, I was. Uh, oh. I just got excited when someone wrote "just dangling it." Showboat King. Uh, I like the word "dangle" is just great because uh, I have dogs, and every now and then they leave a. If you have, you live with a, a female, uh, they they lose a lot of hair. It's okay. Crazy. Women lose a lot of hair. Like I and uh, so it, it will get it into a dog somehow. So sometimes you'll have a, a dangler. And you'll have to to like pull it out with a bag, of course. Uh, so, so it made me laugh, the word dangler. That's where it came from. Uh, Lieutenant Dangle from uh, Reno 911. Fame comedy back in the uh, Comedy Central days. You wear Lieutenant Dangle? No, not at all. It's a, it was a comedy that the kids liked. Well, it, was a thing? it was a thing? It was, a it thing. was definitely, when you said Dangle, that's what I was thinking of. He wears like the short shorts like he was a police officer. No idea? <laughs> now, now, we, now we're getting to why Dean remembers this. <laughs> Oh, those short shorts. Uh, it was a lot of people that, that wore short shorts in that show. But all right, well, let's talk about the seamless segue. Uh, do you have a screenshot as far as this slate? Uh, I thought you meant like you wanted me to show like some winnings. Um, oh, no, no. Oh, did, you, did you have any winnings last night? Anything you want to brag about? No, you brag I, lost by, I, lost by, I lost by a point last night. Uh, oh. it, was, uh, it was pretty tilting. Um, couldn't, couldn't, I, had, I was the only one with like Giannis and Shante uh, Murray. I couldn't get them to uh, keep it close in the fourth quarter. Lost by a point, but uh, uh, snapshot to say it's all about news coming in. We've got a lot of situations, you know, where we get a lot of good plays, a lot of value plays. We've got the situation with 
Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry becomes like a good play already with uh, Van Vliet out, but it's more so with Norman Powell out and Van Vliet out, who steps into that role? Probably Terrence Davis, right? Um, who is a is a scorer, but we've also got a lot of other Raptors uh, that are going to be grading out as good plays. Then we've got a uh, situation in Detroit, which is always a little sketchy, but it's uh, this is like the perfect DFS game with the two terrible defensive teams. You hope that their offense can score, but like this game should be full of uh, steals, blocks galore for both sides. So you got to like the, the potential with that game, right? OKC, Brooklyn, eh, although we do – you, you know, even though uh, your favorite defense versus archetype will tell you that you shouldn't be playing centers against the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I, I firmly disagree and uh, have firmly disagreed all season and will continue to print money by playing centers against the Brooklyn Nets. And everyone's going to play Steven Adams because Noel's out anyway. But if you look at the uh, defense versus archetype, you probably shouldn't. Uh, no, you're, you're incorrect in this one because every center is different. Uh, and Steven Adams plays differently than a guy like Brooke Lopez. Steven Adams is a post big and post bigs actually have the sixth best matchup when you look at the DBA uh, and, you know, when you're, when you're facing Brooklyn. So it's actually a good matchup uh, checks off across the board as far as DBA as well, but maybe like a different kind of center type, you know, positionless basketball. That's just well, actually do. I happen to have that up in front of me. So uh, no, let, me, let me look, let me, let me pull it up. <laughs> Steven Adams is, is just an awesome play, and we'll talk about him soon enough. Uh, you know, obviously, know well, Noel as well. Uh, you were talking about the Raptors. Let's kind of well, dive in. Let's okay. Well, what do you have? Go, go. Well, it, it's showing me that it's the seventh. Um, or no, it's the, it's a good matchup now. Everything's changed. See, it's been adjusted now that a couple of guys have actually had good games. Actually, everybody's had good games the entire season against them. So. Yeah, I'm not sure what you were looking at before. Did you? Ha- you no, I used to. Noto would constantly write how the 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 Nets were. You you shouldn't play centers or power forwards against the Nets, and because uh, of the the uh, defense versus archetype. Fair enough. Uh, first game you talked about Toronto. That's of course going to be a, a really interesting to talk. Interesting team to talk about. Two twenty is the total in the game. They're a three point favorite. Uh, the Toronto side. We have their starting lineup, and it's actually going to be RHJ drawing the start. I know you mentioned Davis will be coming off the bench. Uh, Lowry, McCall, OG, and Anobi, RHJ, Abaka. The, the price on Lowry is full. The price on Abaka is full. But I mean, Lowry uh, leads the league in minutes played, uh, but more than like maybe like a half minute than everybody else. Uh, he's been playing more minutes than that in the last ten games. I think it's like thirty nine or forty minutes or so in the last ten games on average, which is completely absurd. That's insane. But that's how many minutes he's playing. Uh, and let me talk about FVV is going to be out, and of course they're without Powell, and they're without Gasol, and they're without uh, the, the triangle Pascal Siakam. So uh, Lowry is probably going to play 38, 39, 40 minutes or so, and the price is kind of pricey, but he should almost definitely pay that off. The floor is great, if nothing else. Maybe you could certainly fade him in tournaments, so maybe he can't get like a 65 or 70, sure. Uh, Ananobi's perfectly fine. He's another guy that's going to get plenty of minutes. RHJ, I think, plays at least 25, probably closer to 30 minutes. You mentioned Davis off the bench. Abaka's a strong play, too. So just prioritize the Raptors for me because – the other part of it is it's kind of getting locked in, Kirk Dees, because this is the first game, and maybe some more information breaks later on where it's like, oh, man, I wish I didn't play four Raptors that were all perfectly fine but didn't necessarily smash, and somebody's going to smash later, and maybe you can't play them because you're kind of locked in. So how are we handling this? Well, um, what the, the thing that's nice about this game is the fact that, A, hopefully it's a little bit more compel- uh, competitive. I would like CJ to be in. Um, any uh, update on him at all? Any question uh, was the last I saw, and yet there should be a report coming out. Isn't there like a five thirty report? I wonder if it's been updated or not. But 
Uh, yeah, as of right now, I'm having CJ. I don't see anything breaking as far as him. I think he's still questionable, not feeling well. Yeah, well, we should assume that this game stays competitive. Portland has just been a wreck on the defensive end uh, of uh, the, the ball lately. You know, they're 23rd in net defensive rating. Um, so we've got the whole value situation. I think Kyle Lowry's a great play. I don't think he's the priority play, right? Like, he, his minutes are just – are already – off the off the chart they can't right? get any so higher is the point can't, exactly. in theory yes and his price is high now yes maybe a little more usage goes but it's really it's about the all the rest of the guys that we want so i'm fine tonight like i i like lowry so like for cash games yeah lowry's probably going to be like a key piece but like fading lowry for gpps is a-okay with me and just uh using some of the other guys and i think you know i i definitely like ronde i think he's going to get a big minutes boost he's going to he gets uh, the matchup with Carmelo Anthony, which theoretically could help lead to some extra defensive stats because of Melo's increased, you know, high usage uh, on the offensive end. Also, he it's a good offensive matchup for him because Melo is such a horrendous defender. Um, he's cheap, uh, so I think he's a good play. Uh, Ananobi obviously is good, good play. Um, I've been on him kind of as like trying to round back into form, um, but you know, this is the the perfect situation. Um, and then Ibaka is obviously going to be a, a cash and a good play all around tonight. I mean, there's just like no bodies. Yeah. So how are you prioritizing that is sort of the question because it, there's the so many good guys. Pieces. Uh, I'm prioritizing with uh, Ibaka, Rondé, uh, then Ananobi, then Lowry. Lowry's my last guy, but although Lowry's a good cash play. Yeah, and I agree. All these guys are fadeable in tournaments. I 100% agree. Like, I mean, not, I wouldn't just X them out, but I think you don't have to hit the lock button either. Uh, and we have, it's funny. We, I, I put over our projections. We got Lowry projected for 39 minutes and like, that's not nuts. Like that's basically what he's been doing. Uh, barring wonkiness that, that should be, that should play out. We currently have Dav Davis at 28 and RHJ at 26. I presume that's going to flip flop because RHJ, uh, is drawing the start. And of course these are always refined closer. Uh, the closer we get the lock, the more perfect that they get. Uh, and they've done a great job as far as the projection teams this year. So shout out to them. Javino, uh, Noto, I believe is involved. Uh, I think Tuttle's in there as well. SBK, if I'm missing somebody, my bad. Um, anything else that's worth saying as far as Toronto? Like, I can't imagine playing zero guys in Toronto because, like, multiple are probably going to get there. Uh, we don't know about CJ McCollum, the other side. I guess we could talk about that. And, like, how much do we even need a guy like, you know, Anthony Simons if he steps in and he gets a boost because he is cheap? You know, he basically gets his fantasy points by putting points in the bucket. Uh, who picks up that usage for McCollum? I assume Simons gets a little bit more run, but, again, there's – Probably. Well, I don't know. He's definitely in the conversation. Uh, I, I, you kind of referenced it. So I'm curious. I'll let you take it as far well, as he'll, he'll pick up that he'll, he's a good offensive player. Um, that's about all he provides, but he'll, sure. he'll take that CJ role where they stagger um, and uh, you know, plays, he basically runs the offense for the second shift, you know, they, they do that. And so they'll lean on Dame obviously, and they'll lean on mellow mellow. We'll see increased shots tonight. And uh, Whiteside will do his thing per usual, but um, it's it's a pretty big boost for uh, Simons here. Uh, what about Dame? If CJ is in, I, I think I have no interest in Dame. Uh, correct. Uh, well, that's not. I'm not playing 100 lineups, so I'm I'm, not, I'm only playing so many. So I just don't I don't think I get there. I think he's a great play, um, especially if CJ's out. But even if CJ's in, I think they're both good plays, regardless. Um, just because of the overall game environment, we're going to get, be able to get the cheap value 
on the other side. It makes for a good game stack. Yes, we can get we can prioritize other players, which is probably what you're thinking. Yes, you probably would take Lowry over Dame in a heartbeat, but I think that that's a great uh, tournament pivot is Dame instead of Lowry. If I'm reading the chat correctly now, I don't think they're just mocking us now. They're saying Beal is out. That's a callback to another another show or another game. Uh, Dante Exum apparently has been ruled out as well as McCollum has been ruled, ruled in. Yep, he's just, I just saw that. Yep. He's ruled in. All so right. I like him. I, I like he's, he's priced to play um, especially on, uh, on DraftKings. You're talking about McCollum. Yeah. He's under seven K. And naturally like a lot of people like to run it back. You can play three Raptors at one, uh, one trailblazer or something like that. Is he your favorite trailblazer to run it back with? That's what it sounds like at least. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 like I said, I, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to figure out this team. We know, we know all these guys, I mean, white side's a great play. A guy's just an absolute, been an absolute beast. Um, and, uh, I don't know. Nobody's going to play him by the way, just throwing it out there. I think he's going to go heavily under owned. And Ibaka is going to be highly leaned on in this game and he wears down pretty easily as the game goes along. So, uh, I think white side's in a great position, but CJ from the price standpoint is the one that stands out. So to hit a refresh button on this, I I, I just feel like Whiteside's going to be like ten percent or less. Am I wrong on that assumption? No, I, think looking... you, I mean because we've got Drummond tonight and uh, and Adams. I mean maybe maybe you I'm got little, Iba- yeah. you got Ibaka, Adams, and Drummond, so it's he's d- definitely going to be low owned. Yeah, we're seeing again these numbers get more refined. More information comes in. Whiteside, I got twelve percent. McCollum at eleven percent. Uh, Lillard at seven. Um, and certainly you can run it back with Lillard too if you want to play Lillard with three Raptors. Wouldn't be surprised if he puts like forty real life points in the bucket. Uh, you could play Carmelo too. I'm probably not going to get there, but I understand why you would. Uh, I don't think Baysmore is a play tonight. I guess you can, but I'm not going to. And Anthony Simons, of course, takes a bats. Uh, nobody on the bench for Portland. Like their bench is terrible, right? We're not concerning these guys. Nope. It would just be uh, Simons is the only semi bench player. Uh, Detroit, Cleveland. Uh, what do we have here? Two nineteen and a half is a total. Cleveland is a three-point dog at home. You mentioned Drummond. Uh, Drummond here against this Cleveland front court of Thompson and Love. Um, you know, no Blake, no Blake out for the foreseeable future. Maybe he's done for the year. Uh, Griffin, that is. I I don't know why they would play him. There's no need. Uh, he's obviously hurt. They're obviously not going anywhere. Why would you do this? Uh, I think they have a couple more years of Blake. I think he's uh, invested for another year or two, something like that. As far as this contract, nonetheless, it's daily fantasy sports cookies. All we care about is tonight and tonight only. And tonight, there's no Blake Griffin. So uh, it sounds like you like Drummond. I like this game, man. I mean, this game could blow up in my face big time for sure if these both of these teams just can't score, which is a very, you know, very possible. But all the overall metrics of this game from a, you know, defensive standpoint, which is what we're looking for, just point like this is a, this is a spot to attack, right? Like we know that the Pistons are horrible defensively, 22nd defensive rating, not nearly as bad as the Cavs at home who are 29th in, uh, you know, net defensive rating. The Cavs also give up tons of blocks and steals, tons of threes. Um, Pistons give up tons of blocks. Like it's like, there's just, fantasy points to be had everywhere. And then we get the situation where some of these key guys are missing. So we've got some reasonable prices. Drummond is not a discounted by any means, but he should absolutely eat inside. Yes. Tr- Tristan Thompson is actually in play again, cause he's going to be needed to defend Drummond. Kevin Love, I think is going to bounce back in this one. I think because the uh, reports are that he had a good talk with the team, you know, mm-hmm. get his head right. And uh, I think he's going to come out focused and trying to get his, get his ass out of, out of uh, Cleveland. Right which has uh, been hurting him by with his uh, blowups. And uh, 
his uh, temper tantrums on the court. So I think he's going to be focused and locked in from here on to try to get out, get out of town. I, um, I didn't play over the weekend, but I saw the highlight, whatever, if you want to call it a highlight, just the clip of him like firing the ball. Uh, yeah, and he, he just, he, I've done it. Like when you're back when I actually could play basketball, which I, I can't anymore. I'm so washed. It's unbelievable. But like when you're playing with a bunch of scrubs and like, you just, you know, playing. Who's your on, NBA comp? You're washed. So you like Paul Millsap? Like a, who, who's your, uh, who's your comp? No, I'm, I'm way, I'm, I'm, I'm those, I'm like, uh, Who's the who's a Chandler Parsons? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's the level of washed I am. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but Love was not happy. He was not pleased. I I, I love I I like I was gonna say I love him. That felt sounds like I'm doing like a pun of some sort, like a terrible pun. I, I like uh, Love a good bit. Probably not a cash game play, but again, I'm just playing tournaments, and I actually am surprised to see him currently projected at 17. percent I thought people would be kind of hesitant just for like that reason of like, oh, what if Love gets traded? Like, I mean, it's so rare to see a guy get traded mid-game. We've seen it before, like, after lock, a guy get traded, like Jordan Clarkson, uh, J.R. Smith. And who happened? It was Dante Exum recently. Yeah, Clarkson did it, and we saw J.R. Smith, and there was somebody else. So, uh, speaking of Exum, Exum's out tonight. Yes. Uh, and, you know, like, I think Quinn uh, Snyder is the biggest offensive fish coach in the league. Um, okay. I, I've never understood his absolute hatred for Dante Exum. Like he never really gave him a chance on uh like he had the shortest yeah. leash of any any uh jazz. You're player. the la- you're the world's last Dante Exum truther. How does it feel? He's better than Clarkson, in my opinion. It has more potential than Clarkson. That's a different that's a different statement. Clarkson's a better player today. Uh and he's you know, he's somebody I trust coming off the bench that can like put actual points in the bucket. Exum is just too all over the place. But yes, he's still I mean, Ex- Exum's had talent he- like in, in his he- like international ball league. Like he's he's been he's he came with like a good pedigree. He's had a lot of talent. He just never really, he's, you know, had injuries that really definitely set him back, but he never really got, I just think that jazz is just like the worst possible situation for him. Quinn Snyder is just, he definitely, not to stare. He looks like the kind of guy that might, uh, he's got a dabble on a little meth. <laughs> he's got an interesting pregame routine or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> Something's going, but the, he's, he's been a fine coach that, you see Bogdanovich last night, by the way, for them. You see his, you see his line. It was amazing. Did yeah, not a same, only only real points. Thirty five real life points in the bucket and nothing else. Incredible. Yeah. Good game. Um, yeah. So love is somebody. It's in play for me. We know that. Um, uh, what was the body part that's out for Cleveland? That's going to be out for a while. Kevin Porter is going to be out for a while. Do we care about these secondary pieces like Sexton and Garland uh, and Osman? And I haven't even checked and seen how the minutes have adjusted with now. Uh, Exum being out, but the rotation's going to be a little bit tighter from the guards, but is there still better stuff out there than that new situation in Cleveland? Um, It's close. I think Sexton is definitely in play, especially on Yahoo. Um, Let me check his price on, uh, I think on, on he's priced fine on the other sites too as well. So the best place to go to, to you know, just to see all the, all the prices at the same time, you got to notice grind down. Yeah, I know, uh, but I had, to, I had to scroll down to the correct game. So that's what I'm you. looking right now. So I do see it right in front of me now. 5,900 on FanDuel, which is reasonable. 6K on DraftKings. Eh, a little pricey. 21 on Yahoo, which fits uh, some of the decent bills. I think he's, I mean, I think Kevin Love's going to get a lot of usage in this game. Um, the matchup screen dictates that. And uh, the fact that I think that he's going to be a little bit more motivated and focused tonight. Now, will he be a more of a team player tonight? Do you think like try to like prove <laughs> that? I, I don't know. Do you um, want him to be? Probably not for fantasy, but like, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a path that could 
could shake out. But I think Sexton and Garland are just going to see massive minutes and take a bunch of shots in this game. So you can play them. Uh, Jetty Osman, you can play as like just the kind of guy that could get there from uh, minutes. Um, our, our minutes projection team is all over it, by the way. They have, uh, they've already adjusted the minutes. We have Sexton and Garland for 36 and 35, respectively. Love for 32. Osman at 31. Uh, Dean Wade is a person. They, they, get, they delegated 12 minutes this way. Ante Zizic for four. It's kind of funny running through some of the names. Brandon Knight is still in the, still in the league. Good for him. Keep catching those checks. Matthew Delvadova as, as well. Who's, he got paid. Um, but, yeah, so Sexton and Garland at 35, 36 minutes. Interesting. Like, again, there's good stuff out there, though, so I don't know how much you need it, but it's worth noting. Chop, chop delivers. Chops came through. it. Do you see that video? I, I don't know. You're not to describe it. The video on the uh, with Big T made a cameo in it. Yes, I did. And it said that. giblets. Yeah, he just posted that. Is it giblets or giblets? No, it said giblets um, on because uh, it's like a computer that does it. But, uh, it's no, but I mean, what is the proper pronunciation? Is it giblets or I don't know. I'm asking. It's like pecans. You asked Big T and it's giblets. He says giblets. Yes. Okay. I, I think it's giblets too. I need an official ruling. Because I've heard somebody else say giblets, and I was like, I, I questioned that. I'm like, I think it's giblets. I'm going to post another little video here that came from Dan Bach originally, which I just think has not gotten enough credit. Um, okay. I just threw it up in Discord. <laughs> People might think I'm just – maybe I'm wrong and I'm reading the situation wrong, but it hasn't gotten enough love. But like, what video is this? It's, I just posted it. If you click, are you, you – well, I can't watch it on the show. <laughs> We're okay. doing a show Well, here. It's, it's a WWE match, and okay. it's uh, Big T in the crowd – Going, uh, yeah, 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 like this over and over again. It's not like, actually him, I assume, right? So it's he wasn't actually really him. It is legitimately him. Wait, Big T's it, in a WWE crowd, like cheering something on? Yes, in like this first row. And uh, it's what? amazing. And uh, I've posted it several times, and it hasn't gotten the reaction I, I thought. Well, so I maybe people didn't, maybe people didn't notice. It. Maybe people didn't notice, or maybe they just don't like it. Okay, I'm, I want to see it. I, I will see it after, after a lock. I'm, I'm curious, though. You have my attention. All right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you could play Garland, you could play Sexton, and I haven't quite worked out how it works as far as the bill, but I think uh, we can – nothing else, give them 35 minutes or so, or give or take, or at least that, that's uh, where they can get to as far as, far as a minute's projection. We both like love. Exum, again, is out for what it's worth. You guys just jump in. As far as the Detroit side, we kind of touched on Drummond to some degree. Uh how about the conversation of Christian Wood versus uh, Seku Dembuya? Nice pronunciation there. Thank you. Can I pronounced can that you one do, Can you do the other, the three-pointer shooter, the uh, the last one the three on the team? Oh, uh, Svi? Yeah. <laughs> I just did it. Svi. Uh, in the last name? Mikhailuk? Okay. I just wanted to, wanted Judges? To uh, I think you're, I think you're good. Um Anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, these are the guys we're looking at to tonight. Um, I want, and we've all been wanting them to free Christian Wood, right? Like, mm-hmm. this guy has legitimate, like, monster fantasy appeal, right? He can shoot a three. He can rebound. He can block shots. He can, you know, post up. He can get those offensive putbacks. Um, he can do a lot of stuff, but uh, he just doesn't get the minutes. Um, he did get 30 minutes in a tough matchup against the Lakers. I think we can throw that out. We do not expect him to produce, have a huge game, but I think if he gets 30 minutes in this game, then we're, we're in business. So I like him tonight. Okay. So we want them to free Christian Wood, but you don't want him freed next to Drummond, which is the problem in 180 minutes alongside of Drummond, both of them on the court at the same time, Christian Wood jumps from like a 1.18 fantasy point minute player to a 0.87 fantasy point minute player. Correct. 
Do, do you care? Um, not <laughs> it really. Matters, no, it matters not, to some I, degree. But uh, that's that's what's happened in the past. I want him to lead that second unit, and like, I want them to be staggered a little bit for sure, right? Like, because that it's I don't want him next to Drummond, who's going to eat up all the boards and putbacks and whatnot. But I like him regardless. He's priced cheap, and I think there's upside for him to lead that second unit and just go off, and especially in a game like this, right? Like, you got to like Drummond, but like the price, price is hot. You know, you got to pay for Drummond tonight. We can get a big game out of Christian Wood things break right in this matchup so this is why this is why i like this i'm sorry i apologize i didn't mean to cut you off but uh yeah. but the point i was making is like I, I was saying how much i like this slate like i i put uh wood in that same bucket of i like this player but i don't feel like i ha- absolutely have to have this player and i'm not sure if there's like one player i absolutely have to have like a hundred percent of which is sort of a weird approach but that's kind of where i'm at right now is that yeah. is that is that kind of a similar thought you have uh you're probably going to want andrew wiggins do we officially have cat out? We don't, but you can you can make that assumption, right? I mean, it's been like nine or ten games in a row. Yeah, the smart money is on. Uh, are we are we on. are we martingaling it or are we? Uh... I mean, <laughs> Minnesota's just a bunch of jerks. Like they're the worst I mean, when it, it comes to their injury reports. It can't it can't be read ten times in a row. <laughs> well, each each spin is independent of the previous Correct. spin, and. Um, unfortunately, that's not how it works with injuries. Like if you were hurt on Tuesday, you're probably still hurting on Wednesday. <laughs> but uh yeah uh, i like the martingale reference anything else in this game that's worth talking about or shall we move on and how much so before we do that just give me are you prioritizing drummond or if it's like he just sort of fits he fits Cavs are really bad at defending three-point line i think z could actually he's gonna shoot threes this could be a game where he could do some things on dk with the three-point bonus you're not going to get much more out of him but i'm interested like you said i like uh sequoia what is it Let's pronounce it oh uh dambuya yeah, I like Dembuya. Um Seku. Derek Rose is the play though from here, right? Like, yeah, we so should have ignored Rose. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Derek Rose is the play. He's a great play on Yahoo too. If you're expecting this, so without Blake, I mean Rose comes in and just crushes, right? Like his you get he averages like thirty seven percent usage or something crazy. I didn't haven't looked it up lately, but it's massive usage. The problem is always with minutes, right? But like there's less bodies. If he's rolling, if this game's competitive, that's what you need is the fourth quarter to be competitive. And then it's Rose time. So like this guy's going to be chucking 38% usage against the Lakers, put up 43 against the Lakers Cavs way better. Uh, interesting, you know, much better matchup for him. Hope this one stays close. I think he's got a high enough floor regardless for his price, but you get, you can, you can potentially ride, ride him in for a, a GPP winning tonight. OKC Brooklyn OKC on the road on a back-to-back 215 and a half is a total there's still one point dogs here uh Chris Ball has been in good form and he seems way too cheap here especially considering they are thin no, no Gallinari we talked about no Nerlens Noel as well uh, SGA you can play as well too and Steven Adams kind of already mentioned he's been in good form of late and I know he seems like a guy that like his you know he probably his minutes have been much better of late and again no Noel means he's going to play a uh, well, his only backup, it was his direct backup, was Mike Muscala last night. I believe Adams played like 35 and change, and Muscala played the other 13 and change. Uh, and we already talked about how it's a nice matchup here against Brooklyn. Uh, Adams, to me, dollar for dollar, probably my favorite center of the night. What say you as far as Adams and the Thunder? Lock him in. Yeah, I mean, he might be the one guy. Well, I don't. it's weird because Adams is one of those guys who doesn't hit threes. Uh, he's basically a two-category guy. So, in theory, you can fade him in tournaments. Like, what is he? what can he do to like just break the slate, but he can get like 19 rebounds and three or four stocks and like, you know, 15 points. And that could break the slate. Sure. 
Um, one of the stiffest players in the league, by the way. Don't you, he looks like by stiff, he, you mean like a stiff back, like you know what I'm saying? Like can't move very well. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think is. it was like one of the toughest guys. Like yes, already, yeah. that too. Agreed. 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 He grew up with um, like 15 brothers and sisters, which uh, that'll that'll toughen you up pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, give or take 15 or so. Um, what about the? I, I know once upon a time, I don't want to you know hold you to it, but I think you said uh, Chris Paul was washed. Uh, I still think he. I still think he's he not is. washed anymore. He's on. He's he's perfectly fine. Great bowler too, for what it's worth. I think he's a good play tonight, though. Uh, uh, regrettably, regrettably, nobody really wants to play Chris Paul. It's kind of funny, but like, yeah. I, and also, I don't like to play vets on a back to back, especially with travel. But you know, and also you can you can play Demolition Man Schroeder. I think he's perfectly fine as well too. Although the price is kind of up, but he should come off that bench and play thirty minutes or so, and he can absolutely put up like 25, 30 real life points in the bucket. Doesn't do a heck of a lot else, but does enough. Uh, as far as the priority of the Thunder players, I think we're both in agreement that Adams is our favorite player in Oklahoma. Yes, Adams number one. He's going to be extremely chalky everywhere. So, I mean, it's for GPPs. You can make a case to to make some pivots and whatnot. But I think you just lock him in. Um, and uh, Schroeder, I think, is a good play, uh, especially on Yahoo. He kind of he's in that price range where we've got a lot of other good plays. The Brooklyn Nets are a great matchup for opposing point guards and everyone will think of uh, Chris Paul immediately, but like we've seen, you see, you know what happens when Chris Paul is disinterested in a game or <laughs> he's looking like he's washed in certain games. Um, I mean, it's Schroeder comes in and just fires. Right. And uh, he's the same price range as Rose right around Sexton um, and guys like that are going to be pretty popular. So I think he's a great GPP pivot tonight, uh, especially with uh, Gallo out. Um, I think his minutes are secure, his usage is secure, his role is secure. So um, he's going to get a boost boost in this game. So I really like him. To speak um, to that, by the way, Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul are both labeled combo guards. And combo guards against Brooklyn, the second best matchup in all of basketball. So there you yep. go. And you want to know what? If you just look at DVP. That pops too as well, I assume? It does. There you go. I like when it all sort of lines up. Yeah. And they're um, thin. They're, they're without bodies. Yeah, correct. So this is a great spot for, I I think there's, I think we, I think Chris Paul is a fine play. I think Dennis Schroeder could, could end up being a great play. What about the other side on Brooklyn? Uh, I'm, I have a hard time getting enthused about a lot. They run a big rotation. I, I theorize that Brooklyn's tanking this year. I don't think Kyrie's going to play. <laughs> like we'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, Dinwiddie has been carrying this team for a while, but now we have LeVert back. LeVert can definitely take some of that usage. I don't have any minutes he's going to play. Uh, I think we had him projected for around 25 minutes or so, Karis LeVert, which means he's a little bit interesting on Fandle and not so much on DK. Um, I'm not excited about Brooklyn. Excite me about something. No, um, you can – I don't know. I'm not excited. I mean, Dinwiddie is the best play, but he's not the best priced. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, like, he's the one guy that you would feel comfortable with. Um, I think Jared Allen is always in play. Um, just because of his extremely high range of outcomes. His price is decent on FanDuel, um, okay on uh, DK, but decent on on Yahoo. He's a good GPP uh, tournament play for Yahoo, but it's just tough, right? Like you'd much rather take the other side with Adams. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. You're supposed to run it back. If you're playing three guys from OKC, and there's definitely at least three guys from OKC you can justify in one roster, you're supposed to run it back in theory. 
but like those are just you could break rules too right yeah but not when there's value involved right like that's Mm -hmm. if you want a game stack sure but like you don't need to run it back uh i do think it's a little bit interesting on fandle where i think he's like four seven or four eight is that yeah he's four eight he's that's the that's that's where he's priced to play you can't play him on yahoo um you dk it's a stretch too like he's it's he's just not going to get the minutes 25 minutes is our current projection. What is he on Yahoo? I did not check. Uh, I'll take, I'll take the under on that. You think the under on 25? Yep. All right. Uh, what, he played what 16 or so his first game back. It's probably going to, I think it's going to be low twenties. We'll see. Uh, and whatever he's in the court, it certainly takes away from Dimity to some degree. These Levert's, you know, a pretty solid fantasy player. It takes some usage as well, but uh, going to, and it's only his finger for what it's worth. Like it wasn't like he was, he had a leg. I assume he's fine as far as, uh, you know, being able to run back and forth for so many minutes, but they are easing him back. And I just think Brooklyn's doing some weird things and they have a big rotation. It's, it's not for me for the most part. And like you said, you can play Allen. I don't know if I'm going to get there. I'm not going to say you can't play him, but uh, I probably don't do it. You got anything else in this game or shall we move on? No, speaking of fingers, how about uh, uh, Embiid's finger? Oh yeah, that was, yeah. You know what? Good for him uh, for playing through it, by the way. I, I, didn't, I didn't roster him yesterday. But uh, but that's what you want out of your guys, right? Yes, I yeah. If that was Anthony Davis, he would have been in the locker room and just like checked out and you know watching Netflix by the fourth quarter or something like that, yeah. which is probably not fair because like I think he he's changed that mentality. But I guess uh, you know, we, first impressions. You got to catch up on chat. There's a lot of wrestling pictures. We got we got Rowdy Roddy Piper, Jimmy Superfly, Snuggle oh. being posted in here. Who was your favorite wrestler back in the day? Oh man, um, oh Macho Man. Okay. Yeah, he was. Can you do? You, Ooh, yeah. You do, you I was know? just gonna ask. Can you do an impression? Yeah. You know, just a little, <laughs> the little finger point. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> when he, you know, the beat goes on and the beat goes on. Yeah. I, <laughs> did you know his real life brother was Leaping Lanny Poffo? I did not know that. I don't there even know who that is. I don't even. Know <clears> he was the guy that went out there when he he did poetry. That was his whole gimmick. But I don't know, uh, but I remember Coco Beware. Love Coco Beware. Coco Beware, his, he had a, a parrot. Frankie, he carried, Frankie. Yes, Frankie. there yeah. you go. He didn't really win a lot, but he was a lot He's also fun. available for uh, Cameo, right? You he is. Cam- and he's cheap. <laughs> we had this conversation, actually. Yeah, Just we, getting we a call back to it. We did. I think, I think this is kind of a catch-me-up game. This Minnesota-Memphis game is <clears throat> 229 as far as the total. We don't know about Cat. We presume Cat's going to be out. Uh, I dropped this one in the expert survey today, Kirk Deese. This is a good one, I think. Uh, as far as a, a random fact or random stat, as far as the slate, Minnesota, he's been out for 10 games, Cat, right? Uh, as far as defensive efficiency, where has Minnesota been ranked in defensive efficiency since Cat's been out of out the last 10 games? First, best team in all of basketball for defensive efficiency. efficiency. Wow, I cannot say that. Now let's try to say offensive efficiency. Where have they been in the last 10 games without Cat? Worst. So they're the worst offensive team and the best defensive team. That's kind of wild, right? Yeah, now who have they played? I don't know. Well, NBA players. Con- context matters. <laughs> Dude, but, you, you do that work on that. That's, that's still interesting. So, so they've they've played Cleveland, Golden State. So they, they did have a good game against Milwaukee, um, Brooklyn, Cleveland, um, Portland. They've really had two two tough games during this stretch, which was Denver. It's a bag. And, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's more of an easier They've had two two tough matchups. Other than that, all all cake, cake um, cupcake matchups. But uh, anyway, I see your point. I agree. But this game in general is just it's just great, and we've got the situation where there's value, right? Cat is not going to play. I don't think. Like, 
I assume he's not, but we don't know. But like, if anything tells us the, from previous days, smart money's on him not playing. And we like I mean, Wiggins, I lo- right? I love Wiggins, but the problem I I wish Napier wasn't coming into his own at the, this moment for Wiggins because Point Wiggins was the best Wiggins, right? And sure. you, you'll, you'll still get some of that and you'll still get uh, extreme usage. Um, you get the massive pace up spot with, uh, with Memphis. This game just from a pace standpoint looks really strong. You know, the, the Wolves are fourth in pace. The Memphis is third in pace. Um, and there should be defensive stats in this one. So you have to like, I mean, you have to like anytime anybody against Memphis, right? Like they just, you're just... supposed to, but like uh, the way this slate is shaping up and I know the totals tell me I should like this game too, but I just don't love this game that much. I think Wiggins is interesting. You could play some Covington. Gorgie Dang is kind of priced or he should be priced. Um, you know, this is all in the assumption that Cat is out. Cat is in. I don't like anything. I'm just out on Minnesota. Uh, the Memphis side is whatever. Valentunas makes for an interesting tournament play. Otherwise, I mean, if you want to line up, fill a guy like Brooks, I suppose you can. Crowder as well. Triple J, any given game. More, you know, same thing with, you know, John Morant, but. I'm not prioritizing those guys. This this game as a whole is just it's happening, but I think I'm mostly looking elsewhere. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Wiggins is like the nut play yeah. tonight. So you, I think, other than that, I think Napier is pretty sneaky. Um, I think you know he's no one's going to play him really, especially like on Yahoo, and he's right in that range. But I think he still has upside in this pace up spot for sure. He's a guy that can, you know, he's he's playing. He's trying to seize this opportunity where you know he's actually getting starting run for it's good to see i mean I'm, I'm a big fan of his anyway i because i'm a yukon husky uh fan in general so uh-huh. i'm a little a little bit biased so uh i'll defend napier i'll defend drummond i'll defend kemba uh quite frequently but uh I, i'm glad that he's getting his chance i always think he's completely i do think he's completely underrated and in this league um and he's proving it right now and so i think this is another good spot where he could have a really solid game here and you're going to get him at low ownership um and you know Wiggins didn't look so amazing in his first game back um other guys obviously we can use Covington again um Teague I'm all set that guy just he just does nothing right it's just yeah I'm not in on Teague if you want to play him have at it washed washed city and just no aggression um anyway John Moran interested a a good portion of the time you watch him but again maybe that's just my bias when I watch him when I play him and you kind of watch certain players and it's just like Look like you like he just doesn't look active sometimes. I know it's Correct. not like quantifiable, but you know what I mean. On Yahoo specifically, uh, Jonas Valanciunas is is an excellent play. Uh, great, you know, GPP pivot, or you could pair him with uh, Stephen Adams. But like, he's a great pivot off of him. It's gonna you're gonna say that Dang is a great defender, but I don't really care. Um, I, I'm it's gonna a say matchup. that. I don't know. Somebody might. I mean, he is. He's a good defender, right? Grades out as a good defender. You you gave the the quote that they've been the the best defensive team over this stretch. Yeah. So I kind of thought that you would say that. Um, well, it was also like uh, talking about Cap being a bad defender, but yeah, that's another way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I think JV is an excellent play tonight. Someone that can absolutely go off. Jaron Jackson has the toughest individual matchup because he'll probably match up with. Uh, Covington I still think that he could have a decent game here but uh John Morant I I definitely like on Yahoo uh ready to move on yeah all right we got Sacramento this is a this is the most interesting game for me Sacramento Phoenix uh 226 is the total Phoenix is a seven point favorite Sacramento 
not official, but Holmes is doubtful with his shoulder. Bogdanovich is out. Bagley is out as well. Holmes, for what it's worth, they come back last night, like from the locker room to the bench when they were down. They were up like 25 or so. So they basically rule him out. But he did come back to the bench. So maybe that was just because the game's over and what's the point? Uh, that was like the last seven or eight minutes or so. Uh, I'm just curious how this is going to work because Sacramento is thin up front, right? And Phoenix, the last couple of games, they've been playing Aaron Baines, the five, alongside Yonder Aiton at the four, which, by the way, Aiton's a, Aiton's a five, but whatever. It's just So, like, Phoenix is like, we're going big. And Sacramento's like, we can't go big. Uh, like, Harry Giles, they're going to dust him off. They're going to dust off Deadman as well, too, I presume. Uh, we've seen a bunch of minutes get delegated to Ariza. You know, Barnes, Bielitsa's probably going to get 30-plus minutes as well. But I'm just really curious how this works as far as the matchups, as far as starting. Does Phoenix say, here's our big dude. You can't do anything about it. Does Baines not start tonight and they start somebody else? Like Sharich has basically been relegated to nothing at this point. How does this line up? I'll tell you who it lines up for. This is JSU, JSU Rabs. Uh, this is his day today. He is going to be all over Harry Giles. This guy has oh. been a Harry Giles truther for forever and ever. So I promise, tune into crunch time. I promise you, I have not spoken to JSU today, but I promise you he's going to Is he be one of those all- five friends? That I, or is he, is he in, the, in the fringe? Is he one of those five? Oh, he's on, he, I see, I can't, he's definitely a friend. He's my boy, but he's not like a friend from the, he's a friend that I've met through DFS and through Rotogrinder. So I can't like lump him in that top, that five. Although he, he, he's a good friend. So uh, I actually, so you know what? I just hit the over <laughs> six friends, six solid friends. Uh, well, um, anyway, uh, Giles, good play, right? They're just going to need him. They just have no buys. I think Baines might be the one that gets phased out. He's not a big minute player anyway. I think this game is awesome for DeAndre Ayton. I think we're going to see high ceiling minute game from DeAndre Ayton in this one, who just will who who can match up kind of like because his defense is terrible, but he can match up in a faster paced, smaller type of game and uh, on the offensive end. But uh, like him, uh, that's the thing. That, that's if, if they start Aiton at the five and, and move Baines to the bench, like, yes, Aiton. Uh, and like, he's going to eat Bielitsa alive. Right. So or whoever the uh, Giles you mentioned and Sacramento basically said as much as JSU likes the uh, Giles, that's how much Sacramento hates Giles. So they, they had a chance to re-sign him. They basically they don't said, have, we, don't, we don't want him next year. They essentially said, like, they didn't extend him. So but they don't have a choice but to play him tonight. They have Deadman who demanded a trade. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> that, he's, he's out. Like, he, after he got vocal, he's – Showcase game. Showcase No, game. but they want nothing to do with him. They're like they're, – it's Vladi. They're like, screw that guy. He's, uh, he's uh, very set in his ways and uh, – that's why this is the most interesting game because it can go. It can, Giles can definitely play 18 minutes. He can play 27 minutes, and Deadman can play. Let's pull up our projections now. I'm curious. This is a tough call for the projection team, but what are we currently? We have Bealitz at 31. That makes sense. Uh, we've got Giles at 22, Deadman at four. I'll take the over on four, <laughs> but I don't know if he's like playable. But uh, yeah, it's 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 tough because Deadman hasn't played. I think since. Uh, at least when was the last time Deadman played a basketball game? Do we know? It's been a while, I think. He played uh, two minutes on uh, December 26th. Oh, there I you think go. There's a good chance he doesn't play, doesn't see the court again tonight. I think he plays, but like, I don't yeah. know if he plays meaningful minutes, so it doesn't really matter. It's just a matter of him taking away minutes from somebody else. What about Fox and like heel? Like we're not talking about those guys. We probably should maybe. Um, maybe Fox, uh, 
on since it's the back to back. I mean, I, I like them. Sure. He rested uh, last night a little bit because it was a blowout. Yeah, and then Buddy, I mean, he was kind of out there for the the. Four, I mean, he did. He played thirty minutes. It. How many minutes did uh, 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 Buddy missed like his last shift? Um, even though he uh, he actually they they did put it back in there for a little bit because they made it a little bit close. So I think Buddy got like he had like thirty. Buddy was the one who was getting all the minutes. He had like thirty one minutes, and then he still got his last shift. Ended up at thirty six. So. They just make sense. Like I like them both, but like I'll lean on Buddy in this one again um, for sure. The guy, you one thing you know about him is that he's going to shoot. Now, yes, it's a back to back. He made he was kind of brutal for the first half at least last night, um, but he did turn it on and get going. I think we'll probably see a similar situation tonight. I wouldn't expect the most efficient outing from him, but uh, they just they're just going to need his offense. Like if they stay in this one, it's going to be on Buddy and Fox is going to push the pace. And especially if, uh, if they're playing small here in this game, I think we can expect a, uh, a quicker game in general, which is good for more fantasy production on both sides. I think this game is really, is going to be like a, it's a, if the Kings show up and play decent basketball, which is a big if. Yeah. If that happens, this game is going to have a lot more fantasy points than expected. I, I do think it's the hardest one to figure out, but if you can figure it out somehow, uh, and Booker, Booker's been an amazing form of late. He scored at least 33 points, 32 points, actual, actual points in the bucket in his last six games, playing at least 37 minutes each one of those games. He's racking up assists as well. He's getting to the line. Uh, you know, his price isn't really perfect, but that's what makes him interesting for tournaments, especially if you want to run it back with guys on Sacramento. So I like Booker a good bit too. And again, if Bain sits, if he doesn't start, I think that elevates Aiton. These are things you can take advantage of in late spot. Rubio certainly is playing too, but he's not my favorite player in this game. He's perfectly fine. Bielitsa seems fairly safe too, but I don't know how those Giles and Deadman minutes shake up. Like you said, uh, Deadman could play zero and it wouldn't shock us. But if Deadman plays 20, I wouldn't be floored either. Like it's possible, but unlikely, but who knows? I don't know. Maybe these are things for showdown slates. Uh, when more information's going down, Anything else in this game before we talk about the hand? I, I think they're playing. I think they're going to roll. Giles is going to see a bunch of minutes tonight, personally. And so I, that, that's the way I'm playing it. Aiton is my favorite play. Ubre is definitely a solid play. Buddy is definitely a solid play. That's the way I'm playing it. Bielitsa is someone on the fringe for me. I could see him potentially having a poor game, but I think he's going to be have a boatload of minutes. So um, he, he's, he, he's right there, too. Answer me this, because I know you know Yahoo really well, and the FanDuel 3.5K is is different than $10 on Yahoo. They're both the floor. Like $10 on Yahoo, there's a lot of good players, decent players at $10, and like even better ones at 11 or 12 or 13 just a few dollars above. Do you play Giles in your main lineup on Yahoo, or you're not sure yet? Nah, he won't be in my main lineup tonight. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think so. But he's 3.5 on FanDuel and 3.1 on DK, which is much, much more appealing. That's where you play him. Anything else, or shall I move on? Move on. New York Lake Show, 221 and a half. Lakers are 13-point favorites. LeBron is uh, – he's ill. He's currently questionable. He said he's going to try to go. That was the report, at least. Um, I don't know how to handle this, especially on a site like Fandle where I'm locking in. I guess that he plays, but I don't know. No idea. Just a guess. New York, Morris is out for what it's worth. Um, you mentioned you like Randall earlier in the show, the little revenge, and he's a guy that – he does care about his points. He cares about his stat line, and he seems to care about it more than actually winning. At least that's the perception he gives off. Uh, your take as far as this game and how you're handling the, uh, the LeBron situation. You're going to see as high as usage as you can possibly get from Julius Randle in this game. 
Is that a, are they going to be able to keep it close on that? You tell me. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting for tournaments, if nothing else, or like even running back with like one of Davis or LeBron, depending on the information there. It's just a really tough mass. They're just, they're just probably going to get blown out. But if they do keep it close, uh, Randall is going to be the guy. Um, Mitchell Robinson, I think, is a good play because he's. I think he's he has the most upside from a minute standpoint, even in a blowout. Um, and so uh, I like him. Elf is cheap and fine uh, pretty much everywhere, right? 5,600 on FanDuel, 6,000. Uh, 17 on Yahoo is appealing too, but um, none of these guys are prior- priorities. But for GPPs, I think that Randall is, is a kind of a priority GPP play tonight with the, with the revenge, even though it is a tough matchup. I just think this guy is going to – you're going to see 30% plus usage in this game. Uh, you mentioned Robinson. I just I love Robinson, but I just think that the it's a bad matchup against the Lakers. It's a really bad matchup for post bigs, you know, against you know Howard and, and Davis and LeBron if he plays. Um, we know he doesn't step out and make threes, and his you know his range is pretty much the length of his arm. We know he can get handsy, and Davis and LeBron can draw fouls too. Um, I hear what you're saying as far as playing at the tournament angle, but I'm just not really on Robinson outside of like him going nuts in like a fourth quarter blowout. I don't think he gets there. This doesn't feel like a matchup that, that he's going to thrive in for me. If LeBron doesn't go, maybe they dust off the corpse of Rondo. And he's – I know you're a Celtic fan, but Rondo is just washed. one of the – man. Well, is he the worst player wa- currently talk getting about, minutes? Talk about washed, man. Oh, my God. Dreadful. Um, dreadful. Yeah, horrendous. It's sad to see as a Celtics fan. Uh, but, like, if, if LeBron doesn't go, I would assume Rondo's one of the guys that's elevated. Of course, Davis will get a better, bigger usage as well. So let's just play that out. If there's no LeBron, we elevate Davis. Is is Rondo like the next guy? Do you care about Kuzma? I don't know if Kuz. I'm is it the Kuz? It's the Kuz. Eleven bucks on Yahoo. The guy who will see more run in a blowout potentially too um, in the fourth quarter if they let him, you know, let him crank there. But I just think there's if he has one of his completely aggressive games, especially like there's massive upside. If 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 LeBron is out, he's gonna pick up a huge role the guys I would play in that situation if LeBron is out for some reason and I mean it wouldn't shock me at all if if he sits right because what's the who why if he is sick like why does besides the little kids who who paid for the the <laughs> they want to see LeBron man Maybe see LeBron. Ever seeing, yeah. but like if there's ever a spot to rest them it would be this one and uh so Kuz would be the guy Javal McGee would be the guy those two guys are cheap with uh with with a lot of upside and Anthony Davis is the expensive guy you play Rondo, no thanks. I'm just not doing it. I mean, you yes, it makes he'll he'll be the one facilitating the offense. So there's definitely upside from like assists and whatnot. But I just have a hard time playing that guy. I want to give a shout out to I see fast point scores in the chat here, and he's talking about Rondo not being washed. He's waiting for the playoffs. Uh, he's wrong about that. I think he's wrong about that. But I do want to say this guy's been crushing. Like and they're running out tournaments, like crunch time tournaments, and they're running out to the chat tournaments. I've seen him at the top at least once or twice in the last week or so. So. He's winning himself some American dollars. I presume that's another contest as well, too. So he's good. He knows what he's talking about. But I think he's wrong about Rondo. And like he's the last Rondo truther. You're the last uh, truther when it comes to uh, Dante Exum. He's the world's last Rondo truther. Outside of Rondo, who probably still thinks he's great. Sure. <laughs> we got to step aside and get out of here and make way for crunch time. Your boy JSU is going to get on there. And I presume he's going to talk about Harry Giles, amongst other things. Uh, means he'll be on there as well. You'll have Roth, too. Before we go, before we make way, give me a give me a hot take. What's going down tonight? Alex Caruso. No. Yep. 
This well, he's playing. Like, he's okay. What, what's the rest of that sentence? I shouldn't have cut you off, but go ahead. Looks like Osmo. <laughs> okay, yeah. and no, I don't want to take advantage I, of that. <laughs> no, he. Uh, I think like if LeBron is out, Alex Caruso would be the guy that I would want to play. Oh, wow. so I think there's you can you can take some speculative punt completely just GPP flyers on him in this game. Um, sorry, but my biggest hot take is that what you said that you wanted? Sure. I mean, I don't have hot takes. Give me a one that's a little bit hotter than blenders. That's not, not you know, reaching too far. Oh, man. Here, I, can I just look at my lineup to remember? We got we to gotta get out of here. There's a show coming up after us. <laughs> All right, my hot take is JSU is going to tell you to go 100% on Harry Giles tonight. Kevin Love puts up 60 fantasy points. How about that? He's uh, Kirk Dees. I'm Dean. Andrew Wiggins, 55 fantasy points. All right. Uh, he's Kirk Dees. I'm, I'm, he's still Kirk Dees. I'm still Dean. Uh, thanks to Devin for producing the show. We're out of here. Out.